G'day, everyone, and welcome to Inside NBA. I am at NBA G Wiz, and joining me for today's daily review of all the action across the NBA will be Jake Skidmore, our guy Skiddy. We're coming up to you right after this. You are now listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. Here he is. Happy Thursday in America. Friday, rosé time. Where's your Jake? There yeah, is. Good to, see you. Good to see you, brother. How you doing? I'm fantastic, Matty. Got me uh, Friday night, got me beers, got me uh, four in one from the standard squeeze, the absolute legends that they are. So keeping my oh, beers cold to... for the day. We love to say that. Another uh, another great day of NBA action. I mean, geez, how good were the Spurs today? That was a phenomenal win in Phoenix. Uh, and also, Eek. too, the jazz and the magic. That was an that absolute was... showstopper. I love that. I never get active on Twitter by just saying, oh, how much do I love this game? How much do I love this game? And I think I just put out there today, how like I was pumped about a magic and jazz game randomly yeah. in, in the dead hours. I was like, this game is fantastic. Like it was a pretty shitty game to start off with. The magic fought back into it. But I guess we'll find out that more right now in our daily rewind. That's right. We're going to have a look at the scores and outcomes of the day for this one right here. I am, of course, Matty G. And joining me on this one is Jake Skinmore. We're going to look over the games of the day. And the first one we're going to have a look at is the Detroit Pistons and the New Orleans Pelicans. Skitty, the Pels, the shorthanded Pels getting a win. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I uh, I didn't know really what to expect from this game. I mean, both teams coming off of the back-to-back normally indicates that it's going to be a slogged out type of game where they kind of fall away late. But Detroit really hit that uh, second gear when it came into the fourth quarter. I thought Matt Ryan was just unbelievable in the first quarter. I think and also, can I just say, Skitty, that's my yeah. fault. That's my fault for everyone who did not pick him in daily lineups <laughs> because I said yesterday, what are you going to do? You're going to pick up Matt Ryan? Are you going to yep. gonna do that? Like thinking that it was an absurd thing for it. It was an absurd thought for a daily stream, to be fair. Well, mate, when he comes out and gets you six threes on 70% shooting, I mean, he did stuff all else, so you'll bang on the money there. But, geez, 20 points. I bet he – and I'm pretty sure – I think he was four of four in the first quarter, three threes, and I was just sitting there going, what the hell is this bloke doing? He was just cash money. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we can't overshadow how good CJ McCollum was. He really tore that game apart. Um, 33 points, three threes, 10 of 11 from the line as well. Um, he looked he looked like he was a CJ of old. That was Portland CJ today. It really was. And you'd love to see that with him as well. Look, the one mm-hmm. thing that I do want to say is that we need to think about all the – we need to think about the the Jordan Hawkins of the situations, the, the Rook getting out there uh, today, making a run at it, one from seven. Not a great debut from him. The, I'm very curious. The whole Killian Hayes experiment is still continuing at, yeah. in Detroit. Why is Killian Hayes getting these minutes – instead of Jaden Ivey, you think, in Detroit, mate? I, I think it's just the fact that Ivy's more of a scorer and Hayes is a, probably a better defender, I believe, at the moment. Um, along with his passing, he's got really, really good passing and really good floor vision. But the upside isn't there for Hayes. It's there with Ivy. So I'm a little bit perplexed by it as well. But Monty Williams is a good coach. We're not talking about Dwayne Casey bullshit anymore. He's a good yep. coach and he knows what he's doing. So... I don't know if he's trying to put a rocket up Ivy's ass to be like, hey, this is what you have to be to be oh. able to get into the starting lineup. But, Say less. I know, right? Jeez, it'd be nice. Uh, but, yeah, I'm a little bit perplexed. But I think 
Ivy can be that flamethrower off the bench, though. I'm just a little bit concerned about why the minutes are still favouring Hayes. But either way. Me too. Yeah. Now, look, the other thing I want to point out today, Jalen Duran had a return to action, 12 points, five rebounds, one assist, no blocks, no steals. Now, this is yeah. this more is a more in line with the Jalen Duran early onset of last year. Instead of the Jalen Duran, he is the greatest center in the <laughs> NBA, apart from Anthony Davis, if you don't want a floor stretcher. He was first-round value, basically, the first few days of the season. This is what we want to talk about when guys are like completely incredibly on fire and then they not just fall back to earth, but there becomes a new norm. And so somewhere in the middle of the illusion of Jalen Duran and the like Jalen Duran of today, there's probably that middle ground Jalen Duran that will be the the guy you get for the season, Skitty. Yeah, I, I agree there. I'm going to mark down a little bit of it to the injury and coming back from that. I think yep. he was very tentative today. So uh, I think he'll he'll work his way back into it a little bit, but I think he was just he, we've got to remember he's only nineteen. Like you yeah. get an injury oh, when you're nineteen, it's ridiculous. It's gonna it's gonna affect you. So hundred no percent big and strong he is. We've got to remember this is just something that's going to happen. So um, and Valanciunas yeah, is a pro, and he was going up against the Valanciunas today. And, and let's be exactly honest, right. he's been great this season: twenty three points, thirteen rebounds, five mm-hmm. assists. Look, fantastic line from him. Three block shots, like. That is an absolute workhorse of a day. In fact, I've been so, I did this one last night. I called the McDell Award for the day. A bit of a shout out to our inside bloke, but he oh. definitely gets this for the day for me. Yeah. Oh, geez. He does, doesn't it? It was barbecue chicken alert for Valentinus today, yeah. the young fella. Um, but ultimately, mate, the New Orleans get Pelicans getting the win 125 to the Detroit Pistons, 116. On to the next game. It was the first game of the day. It was the Philadelphia 76ers getting a gutsy win after the James Harden trade over the Raptors. But before that, Skitty, we, we did overlook something in the last game today. Herbie the love bug. Oh, Herb Jones, what a performance he had. I thought that he was so influential to being able to bring that game home for the Pelicans. Um, he is a If he is on your wire when Zion and Brandon Ingram don't play, mm-hmm. he is a must pick we don't use the term must pick yeah. very often but he is yeah, a must own. pick 21 points yeah, five rebounds three assists three steals four blocks 85 percent field goal percentage the only shot he missed was a three but he went nine of nine from the line that yeah. is showing massive improvement from last year where he would not go to the line whatsoever no, Must he was be. he was very he-, he was very hesitant, and also with Trey Murphy out, this is short term goals while Trey Murphy is out because they're going to make sure that they insert Trey back into that lineup as soon as they possibly can in the Pelicans. But look, talking about inserting into the lineup, who yeah. got inserted into the lineup today for a good one minute? Oh, KJ Robert Martin Jr., Robert yeah, Martin, Covington, yeah. and Robert Covington, yeah. And Robert Covington, no, I, I, because I'm not going to do it, Skitty. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it without saying it. Who do you want to talk about the most right now? Be honest. The new insert inserted into the Philadelphia 76ers starting lineup. Pull over by this hot guy and let me out. It. It's Kelly Oubre Jr. Woo-wee. Oh, you look you on Wago. You love the Fuego that is Tsunami Papi. Look, he did get the start today. Uh, 
And and can I just say, I was really happy when I saw this game play out today. You and I had one of the funniest. Like, there's a couple. Of, there was there was two sides to NBA fantasy yeah. yesterday. I got a trade veto to up it to a guy, and then like you know the courtesy. If you have a trade, if you go to the commissioner and say, look, we're going to do this other thing. People, are, you know, they want a better trade out there. You know what I mean? Like we're going to veto it. I'll put forward another trade, make it better for the bloke. It's a it's like an automatic accept, and you let it out there. The other guy didn't take it straight away. It's like, oh, now I'm not good. Even though the dud trade for him possibly. Apparently, it was a dud to him. Didn't go through. So I was like, oh, this is deflating. Like, not the, 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 the fantasy etiquette was not applied. And then in the afternoon, I went to make a storm and hot ad. And I went to add DeAnthony Melton in one of our leagues that we're in together. And I clicked on add DeAnthony Melton. And I clicked on add DeAnthony Melton. And I did it two or three times. And it would keep on loading. Like, what is going on? And then the last one was like, this player has already been assigned to a team. And I'm like, who the? And it was you, one Jake Skidmore. So, fuck you today. Mate, I mean, yeah, the five rebounds, the five assists are nice. For the 21 minutes is okay, but Pat Beverly played more than him. So, ha. Look, ha. at the end of the day, that was just ha. because he wasn't shooting well. So, that is fine. But, look, if anyone's in a league with two as fantasy analysts, yeah. like, no shit. As soon as you drop the Anthony Melton, of Anthony. course we're going to be going on it. Of course we're, we're going to be taking the Anthony Melton. Oh, 100%. Blood? So, Blood? Exactly. And can so, I be clear? I have no idea how he slipped through because he was on the waiver wire. He was not even waiver claims. He was just sitting there. Someone had dropped him, oh, and I don't know how I didn't see that. But we were both there, going like, "What?" Yeah, we just, just yeah, he just, it was nuts. It was nuts. Anyway, back to the big fella. I wait till he cleared, till he cleared uh, the claims, and I could just be like, "Yoink!" I'll just take him straight away. Yeah, that's about what I was doing. I was just, I was just sitting there at the end of claim time, like. Oh. Clear claims, yeah. clear claims. Don't let me burn it. Yeah. Oh, look, Joel Embiid was first class, but Houses Harris. I love Houses Harris. Yeah. What a game! Yeah, what he played. He played phenomenal. I thought he was the difference maker in this game as well. He when he got hot, it was at the perfect time that Philadelphia needed. Um, he was just phenomenal. Twenty three points on ten of seventeen shooting, couple of threes, seven boards, three steals as well. So it's nice to see him chip in there. Um, I thought Maxi was a little bit slow today. I thought his defense was actually really good, which is yep. surprising for Maxi. But um, yep. yeah, he got me my multi because he didn't get twenty, so he can get stuffed. Um, Ubre, he's obviously not going to be able to replicate that every single week, but we're going to ride it if he's in the starting lineup. Still love it. He's still going to get his shots up. Five threes is beautiful. Yep. Um, so I thought it was an all-in-out pretty good performance by Philly. I thought it was. Um, also, just quickly before I touch on that, Paul Reed, if you picked him mm -hmm. up, no, no, but he's just Joel's backup. It's a just no -no. get him out. It's yeah, it's it was all preseason bullshit. Yep, exactly right. I thought, but yep. I thought what Philadelphia did at the end of the game, the standing ovation for Robert Covington to bring him back—that's class act by Philly. That's that's I, fantastic. I do so. I actually love that. I love that they rolled him and um, Kate, uh, yeah, yeah. Martin Jr. out there, like Kenyon out there. I, I love that they rolled him out there just for a minute to put them in front of the Philly fans. I mm -hmm. thought that was an amazing touch and well played as an organization from Philadelphia. Yeah. Organizationally, they've started to inform the Toronto Raptors. Like I was a little bit fishy what was going on there at the beginning of the season. We've all heard the Siakam rumors today. Look, there is no real, there is no real waiver burn on this team. Your assets here really are Schroeder, who you got late. The assist that he continues to stack up is oh, a ridiculously good late, like unbelievable late. Scotty Barnes, another good game. Point Barnesy, bounce back Barnesy is a vibe. We, we caught him bounce back Barnesy in one of our first pods of the year, and I'm so happy that toot, toot, we were on that train. <laughs> 
24 points, eight assists, eight rebounds, four from four from the line. But the thing is he shot seven three-pointers today, Skitty. That is impressive. A team high, a team high in threes today. Massively. uh, That's a big green flag. For, for everyone that owns him in fantasy. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean he only hit two of them, but that's okay. If he can expand that range, it's better for the Raptors, it's better for his fantasy value, it's better for the people that hold him. So, And he's still getting all the other counting stats, um, no defensive stats today, but that's right. He's still getting the rebounds. I thought OG was a little bit flat, but he's still working he's back, from the, he's still working he back from the injury too. But then again, um, good efficiency from the field. Seven from 12, you're not going to complain about. That's a good efficiency. Yeah. Two from four from three-point land, four assists. I don't, sorry, two, four rebounds, one assist, and a block shot for him. I've got a potential candidate. I've got a potential, like, can you weave this guy into a two-for-trade? Can I introduce you to an absolute workhorse whose name is Jakob Pertl? <laughs> yeah, he started very slow this season, so some owners might still be seeing him as slow. But look at the efficiency today. Now, look, four from eight from him is not great. He's a 700, no. 650 guy. The yeah. 500 is good. The one from one from the free throw line today is very good of. for him. I've heard <laughs> of. But the nine rebounds is nice. The two assists and the block is nice. Now, because he has been a little bit staticky, I do expect Jakob to be better over time. He has already started to play better, but he still might be on that little bit of like, I'm not sure how I feel about him. I'm looking to win my league in week two. Mm-hmm. Which also yeah. is an idiot, is a, is a dumb thought to have. If you think you've got your yeah. league locked in now, you, you're going to fall into some bad habits as a fantasy manager. But here's a good habit to keep on your radar. Just that's me, Skitty. I'm thinking you can see him and be like, maybe I could weed him into a trade. I'm like, oh, I guess I need another big. And you're actually going to get value that's going to return to you later in the year. Like it's a bit of foresight happening there. Yeah, I agree there. I, this is not going to be his best game. Obviously, he's going up against the reigning MVP. Uh, yep. Well, yeah, he is the reigning MVP. Do you deserve it? That's another subject. But yeah, it's always going to be hard. You're coming up against. Yeah, well, it was Jokic. Come on, Jokic was the MVP last year. Whatever. He was um, the MVP. He was the MVP. So yeah, but either way, Jokic, um, Embiid is so dominant and requires so much attention, and it was always going to be half a hurdle to be able to work on his own game when he has so much to worry about on the defensive end against Joel. So. Um, he'll be better than this. I I would also agree with you on that. I would have to say that he is one who you want to get in there and get on your team if you can. But ultimately, they come back. The brand new look Philadelphia 76ers, 114, and to the Raptors, 99. All right, mate, let's crack on to this next game. And what a game this was. The Orlando Magic, 115 to the Utah Jazz, 113 in Utah. Mate, I'll tell you what, I was trying to work and then I just could not put this game down. This was such a good game. Utah were down by about 10 with probably about two minutes to go, and they just kept fighting, kept fighting, kept fighting. And Paolo Bancaro, man. Congratulations. What a game. You have reached your destination. Barbecue chicken alert. Barbecue chicken alert. Mm, yeah, I know you want it. Finally. Finally a Paolo game. to get into it. I know. I've been waiting for He's been playing okay. Like, but he hasn't been playing like a star. But this game yeah. was the game that we wanted to see from Paolo. 30 points on 9 of 13 shooting. He hit a 3, 11 of 15 from the free throw line. We yeah. like the amount of free throws that he got. If he hits more, the five stocks. Right, the five stocks is sexy. Look, three steals, two blocks, five assists, nine rebounds. My God, Paolo, pop off. And I'm pretty sure he had probably the last 
12 points of the game to lead the Magic to the victory as well. Um, Mate, he was clutch. Was... The, the final shot that he put Ooh. to put the Magic up over John Collins was a big play. Collins yeah. couldn't have played that better if he tried, to be yeah, fair. Exactly. Like, I, I would let my, my hands off, my hat off to John Collins. I was watching this game and I was like, yeah, this is tight. Orlando smacked off a second half, like a second quarter. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is a game. And then it was like so seesaw throughout. There are some interesting notes that I really thought. And watching this game today, as a Walker Kessler owner in two of like my 87,000 leagues that I'm in this season, <laughs> I am just, and I said it last night, today was for me, I had this thing that maybe there was a bit of like, like a bit of argy-bargy chip on his shoulder the last couple. Jaron Jackson Jr., Paolo Bancaro, Team USA guys who got more minutes than him. So maybe this could be in the impetus for him to give a shit and really go after it. Now, look, he did defensively. The five blocks today is why you draft Kessler in the first place. Mm-hmm. His value comes from blocks, rebounds, and a high field goal percentage. Now, if you look at his two from six today, one of them was a t- attempted tip-in. Another one was another attempted tip-in near the rim. So there's two shots that are not really successful. Grab the ball, pick it up. And, and the other one, and one of the other ones was a, it was a gimme layup. Like, you know what? You're big, Walker. You're very big. Dunk on people. Just just fucking rim. Boom. With some aggression. Because that's what I'm thinking is lacking for him. There seems to be this passiveness in his game right now. And I don't know why that is. It's because of the Collins fit, maybe. But a great John Collins game today. This was a very good John Collins game today. Seven from 10, 20 points, 10 rebounds. The one block's nice. The three from four from nine. This is kind of the John Collins we thought could happen in the big in the preseason. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I just want to touch back on Kessler. Five blocks in the first <laughs> quarter too. Like, what the fuck were you doing for the rest of the game then? Like, I think on, it was man. in the second. Like, it was by the. It was by halftime. It wasn't in the first quarter. Yeah, it was, yeah, I think yeah. it was by the right. second quarter. It was by halftime. Yeah. yeah, but then again, they moved away from him, and the and the and the thing was is the seven minutes. Now they were. Yeah. This is. I am but that, very. But that was only. Too, that was for one reason. Only Kelly's fouls. Kelly's fouls. Kelly's fouls. Yes, correct. He had four and a half time. So yeah, I've I've got a thing that I've been thinking. I've been wanting to talk about this with you all day long. Hmm. Is Kelly is Kelly Olynyk a championship team player? I was (laughs) just because it's you. I was going to say Uber. I was, and they and they're both Kelly O's. Ko. Uh, I reckon Ko is a championship team player. He fits for me. I think he's just one of these guys now who's been around for a while. Like he's been in the league a while, Kelly Olenek, but he's very good. He's a good playmaker. He can stretch the floor. He can do those things today. He can do things on the floor. Now, this wasn't his best game, but you look at that box score, you're like, Kelly who? Fucking two rebounds, three assists. Look at the three steals. He hustles on both ends of the floor. He knows how to read a defense. I'm going to keep my eyes on him going around trade time because, again, this is the Utah Jazz. Don't trust anything. Like, will they go for the playoffs again? Will they take a lottery pick? If he gets dealt to a championship contender team because he's on a friendly contract, Yurt Servant really becomes a must-watch guy. Yep, I can agree with that. And I can see a team that has got an absolute desperate hole for a player like Kelly Olenek that is trying desperately to make a big splash, and that is his former team in the Miami Heat. They need a player like Kelly Olenek and that's not Kevin Love. That is not Kevin. Mate, Kevin Love is too is too old, old? and too, yep. yeah. Look, I love Kevin Love, and that's why I hate, hated Kelly Olynyk because he popped out Kevin Love's shoulder in the 2015 season. Yep, the dog yep. maggot. But still, I respect 
his fantasy intensity. ability and his game. Intensity. Yeah. Still, I hated yep. him at the time, and it was a cheap shot, low blow. That cost us the championship, whatever. Um, but, yeah, if he can get onto, like, if somehow Miami can get make that play for Kelly, I reckon he slots in beautifully for that team. That's He slots in beautifully in a lot of teams. He's just savvy. Yeah. He's just a savvy veteran now, and he's one of those presences you want to – and, look, we're not disparaging any of the other the – it's like, look, Larry Markkinen today, nine from 17, four from 10 from three. Mm-hmm. He his free throws. Very odd. Larry will occasionally have those games. He'll have those games where he just misses a couple, like when he's not in a good rhythm. Seven rebounds, two steals, only an assist there. But the Miami, like the Orlando Magic today, this was interesting. Gary Harris injured today as well. Jalen Suggs getting those minutes with Markel Fultz injured and with the knee swelling and, and getting a bit of a rest. It was really good to see the Anthony Black minutes. I told you, I told you Anthony Black was good. And he yeah, filled in look- today in his in his 16 minutes, mate. Look, I'll give you the hats off where the hats off due. You were you were high on Anthony Black. I was not, and he's had a bloody good game today. And he actually looked like really confident out there on the court. And he did. Oh, can, can yeah, I? Did, did, did you watch this game? When he had to hit those free throws down the stretch, the team, he only went one from three, but when he had to hit that free throw, the team rallied around him. They came here and he's like this little, he's like a deer in headlights. Like, yeah, yeah, man, I fucking got this. Don't even fucking worry, man, I got this. He was like such a young deer in headlights. It was really endearing. I love that about the bloke. Um, yeah. We are in different minds right now because I want to draw attention to, and, and shout out to my mate, Chris Seeley. I'm going to I'm gonna say shout out to my mate, Chris Seeley, because we were talking in one of my leagues. He's like, I want a center. And I'm like, well, can I interest you in Wendell Carter Jr.? I've already got a couple of other blokes that I like, he's like, let's let's watch and see how he goes. And he was going well. 10 rebounds, the two assists, the block is nice, not as much. He had him previously, so he knows he can, his potential, 14 points, three from six from three. You love that. The innocuous fall down of his play, it's it's his third metacarpal. He's down until at least the 20th. He's down at least for another two, two and a half, three weeks at least. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Yep, absolutely. Um, it's... Yeah, not great. He had a really, really good start to the game too, and he was on fire. So yeah. that's a that's a damn shame. Um, but there goes my trade value. This, exactly right. But this is something that we wanted to quickly touch on because we're at an impasse where this comes um, in for the Orlando match now. Let's be clear: I, you're in an impasse. I'm confident. No, I, no, no, no. no. Okay, okay. I'm confident. Whatever, whatever. I <laughs> yes, we're in an impasse. We're in an impasse. Two very. Real situations that could happen here for the Orlando Magic. A, they just throw in um, Mo Wagner into the center spot. Mm-hmm. And they just go, yep, no worries. Which, you know, I believe that they could definitely do. They will but- do. They will do that. It's his, it's fucking, it's Franz's brother. It's Franz's yeah. brother, Skitty. I understand that. That's fine. But I yeah. think he's better coming off the bench. Why not do what Team USA did and run Parlo at center? And then give what I believe could be one of the best fantasy waiver wire pickups in Jonathan Isaac, because this man gets defensive stats out his ass. So you know what? I personally, personally, this I could be if uh, Isaac gets twenty minutes. I'm going to see how it goes this next game. I'm picking up Isaac personally. I've already done it in two leagues. I'm going to see how this goes because if he gets which leagues. Minutes, which leagues? Is it one of well, our leagues? Well, not I'm going to look at this right now. Some rap bastard decided for me to um, have to do a podcast with him, so I 
Hey, that's me. I'm the rat bastard. <laughs> hey, that's not. That's the, look. How's this? I'll give you ten hot seconds to get on your phone right now and do this live Thanks. in a podcast. I kid you not. I want to watch you do this. I'm gonna. I'm going to challenge you right now. I'm actually going to go into our one of our many leagues that we're in together live or on this podcast. <laughs> it's on the bloody share screen. Oh yeah, Jesus, it's double A. It's not double S. Yeah, it's 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 the other way of spelling Jonathan Isaac. Um, look, I, I am in two minds of this. I, I'm in two minds of this today. Now, also, I'm just very curious. That two notes from this one. I'm curious to see how it goes out with the Mark Elford situation and this knee soreness. How long that continues on for? It's it's not expected to be a an ongoing issue and this was the second night of their of their of their back-to-back series or they played so many games in like i think four days like these the magic had a stack schedule this week one of the absolute best schedules so these guys are now coming off the end of that they don't have another back-to-back series they had the monday tuesday game this week um and they've just got four games so i think this was a tactical rest for him but if there is something going on longer with Fultz. I mean, Cole Anthony almost becomes must out at this point. It would be it would be egregious for you not to think about Cole Anthony in your team. 18 points today, seven assists, seven rebounds, two steals, two from four from deep, perfect from the line, five from 10 from the field. That's an efficient Cole Anthony game. I'm going to call him the Predator with those dreads. The Predator just seems to be doing good work this season. He's showing a maturity that I'm not used to with. Shout out Cole Anthony. Um, um, shout out Mobamba. Uh, just a maturity with him I'm not used to seeing. And that thing's going to open up the way for some streaming minutes, possibly for Anthony Black. But look, I'm of the opinion that Mo Wagner is a must-add in the short term. If you are looking for a short-term grab for a center, you absolutely must grab Mo Wagner. He is France's brother. They have that natural chemistry together. I think it's a fit. I think they will roll to start off with that, at least for the first couple of games and see how it goes. And that's just my opinion. But I reckon, Skitty, at the end of the day, an absolutely huge one right there. Oh, one thing I will say, Keontae George today in this close one, 17 minutes. I know he's been a hot ad. I look, I am still – Jordan Clarkson was not playing well. And guess what? It looks good. If you look at the back end of this back score, read this from the back forward. Read it like a manga. Read it from like – Yeah, he does, but it's fucking – it's fishy. Read this like a manga. Read this like a manga, Skitty. 21 points. Cool. One steal. Amazing. Six assists. Nice. Six rebounds. Nice. Nine from nine from the free throw line. Nice. Two threes, two from eight. Okay. Not that great efficiency, but five from 20. I will yeah. single-handedly say that Jordan Clarkson calling for that ball, while the Lowry Markinen, the guy who drilled your three in the grill of Paolo Banquero closing out on him to get you in a position to be up, is calling for the ball open and has slid in behind the back of Jonathan Isaac and can finish it or pull up for a midi, which he's very good at. And Jordan Clarkson being like, no, no, I need that. <sighs> that gets me. But he seems to be working out the THT, like he missed a wide open three, unfortunate, but good efficiency today from him. Three rebounds, eight assists, two, three steals and a block. The point, the point THT experiment, it's kind of working out. But at the end of the day, Skitty, the magic getting the win, 115. 113 over the Jazz. Okay, Matty J, let's move on to the game that we all want to talk about now, okay? Everyone in the fantasy world is talking about this game, the San Antonio Spurs versus the Phoenix Suns. Spurs win it, 132, whatever. Let's just talk about, Matty, drop the bloody hot, hot, hot sound, sound drop. You want that? I want it. You want it? 
You want it? Here it is. Because my God, everyone that took that gamble on Victor Wembenyama returned that today. in the second he round today. He returned that amount, today. The amount of hype that we all had about him, that we all thought that could happen, he just showed that he is possible of this hype today. Thirty-eight yeah. points. 38 points from a rookie against the Phoenix Suns, who are a team that many have picked to win the championship. Championship aspirational, Phoenix Suns. 38, 10 rebounds, two assists, a steal, two blocks. He shot 15 of 26 with three threes, five of six from the line. This was unbelievable. If this was any other game, I'd be saying how, like, I'd be opening up saying how good Devin Booker played because he played an absolute ripping game and he brought the Suns back into this game. But he, did. he got overshadowed with how good Wemby played. I'm pretty sure Wemby had, oh, I think it was about 12 or so in the in the last quarter as well to win this game. It was a phenomenal game to watch. I'm going to give you the counter of this argument only because okay. I'm, okay. hey, hey, don't sound like no, I'm depressing no. the situation. I'm going to, I'm going to give the man. Roses. I'm going to give the man his flowers. Victor Wambanyama is the first player with 85 points, 35 rebounds, 10 blocks in his first five NBA games since Shaq in 1992. Wow. I was alive for that. Like, like I wasn't. <laughs> I was alive for that. I watched that. I had as I won. This is this is a bit of a deep cut. Steve Carfino used to like host a show on Channel 10 in the mornings on Saturday mornings. It was like a like you get one NBA game on TV a week on Channel 10 on a on a shout out Channel 10. What's good? A on a Saturday morning and they used to play NBA jams like they used to play this NBA jam session with Ahmad Rashad. They used to play the game of the week and they had this like little thing and I won the NBA prize of the week which had a life-size Shaquille O'Neal cutout in my bedroom. A pair of Shaq like pump shoes and all that kind of jazz. So I remember the Shaq hype. I have not seen a big man garner this kind of hype since then. So see, it was very positive. I was initially yeah. hesitant to see what they were going to do, but they're now three and two. I looked at through every single one of my over and under bets for the year. And I, at the end of the day, could not decide what was going to happen with the Spurs because I had a gut feeling they were going to go over and I left them off. I left them, I think it was 27 and a half wins. I just, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't put it on under. And I wasn't confident of the over just in case something happens to the to the alien. But my God, haven't they started impressively well? I, I thought today was just like an absolute... They were red hot from the start. Red hot. Devin Vassell, he, he absolutely took that game. He came out of the locker room at the start of the game and went, screw it. I'm coming out here and I'm beating the Suns today because he was on fire. This was a fuck you young guys game. This was a fuck you. How dare you try and go to the last minute report on the report. That was fair. We beat you last time. We're going to beat you again. This was some young guy energy today. This was some young fuck you. The thing was too, I Mm. thought that seeing as, you know, the the Suns lost to the Spurs the other day on that Kelvin Johnson rip of KD and KD was going to be like, oh, I got fouled, I got hit in the face. Oh, no, I mm-hmm. shouldn't have won. I was, going to be, I was like, okay, KD is coming out and he is going to absolutely belt these kids. And he he started to do that in the first quarter. He had 11 at quarter yep. time. But I don't think anyone else on the Suns team got the memo because they just let the Spurs do whatever the hell they want. The Spurs were up. Went early and just rode it. Suns made that yep. late push late with 
Booker and um, Caterbank stay up and Eubanks. I thought they all played really, really good games, but then the Spurs yep. just hit that win, took over the rest of the game, and that was that. Yep. Um, 100%. Really the, one thing I wanted, the one thing I did say I want to touch on, though, this is, and, and, and this is hit that up. You said this as well, and I agree. The sun, like I, I said already, oh, I love how Chetty Osman is fitting in on this team as one of the veteran oh, yeah. presidents. Oh, yeah. I love that Trey Jones is out there. Trey Jones got more minutes with the Vassell injury. We'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Mm-hmm. Pop said that he seems to think they'll be missing some time. So just mm-hmm. to be very clear, there are some conflicting reports right now. Uh, some websites have that it's day-to-day. I've got game time decision, for example, on CBS. Yep. Pop's direct quote. And I'm just going to double check on this right now. Pop says um, that he's going to um, he's getting an MRI and that okay. he thinks he'll be out a while. So that was out of Greg Popovich's mouth. So I'm going to take him at his word because he's pretty forthright. Pop, like yeah. he doesn't talk bullshit. Like he's like, no, he's fucking out a yeah. while. It's fine. We'll deal with it. And that's fine. But I want to just touch on this. The depth of the Phoenix Suns. Now, when they were sucking and it wasn't going their way, they managed to roll out multiple lineups. And I've already said that I think Drew Eubanks is one of the best, one of the best backup centers in the NBA. He's been proving that season long, all season long. The second that Nurk, today, 90 minutes, more minutes to Eubanks because he's a better fit. He works well on this team. Love that. Yudawat Nabi didn't shoot well, but at 26 minutes, he was serviceable. But KBD... Eric Gordon, he's 24 minutes to you. Not as impressive as putting, but they've still got, if you look at down the bottom there, look who didn't play. Mm. Bradley Beal, Shepesi Metu, Little, Azubuki, Bol Bol, and everyone's favorite, Saban, Saban Lee. This is an incredibly deep team of guys, the Phoenix Suns, and they didn't have it today in the first quarter. They got their teeth knocked out by 20 points and only lost this game by 11. Mm. Oh well, look, it almost it was tied halfway through the halfway through the fourth, and then the Spurs there you just go. went into absolute shithole mode and just yep. absolutely killed them. Um, I thought again, let's not touch on uh, how good Wemby was because you know that was just unbelievable. No, it was but incredible. Zach That's Collins, an unbelievable. Yep, mate. I thought Zach Collins was unreal when they when he so like when the, the play was called for him, he stepped up massively. Nineteen points, eight rebounds. He was crashing the offensive glass. He was soaring over Nurkic like he was. I love Zach Collins. Mugsy Bogues. That was unreal. I thought his effort was just fantastic. He was then making the right passes as well out yep. of it. Um, he only had four assists, but shit, I thought he should have had at least seven. Like he was doing so well, um, and then the threes yeah, finally fell the today. The threes for Collins finally yep. fell today in a in a hundred percent from three deep. Look, he was a yep. great light late round ad. Like I know I try to look. This is what happens when you speak about guys in the preseason, and either your mates and you are all in chats together, or people listen to you, and you, you invite them into a public league, and they're like, "Oh, thanks, man. I'm, I'm going to go after Zach Collins." I'm like, "Don't, please don't." Yeah. Please don't go after Zach Collins. But he continues to show the value. You did. Yeah, thank you again for sniping him. Um, He continues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. thanks, Skitty. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck you. Um, He continues to show exactly why he was such a valuable late-round pick and why he was always going to return higher than his ADP. An absolutely fantastic pickup. I just got to say as well, I thought Sohan was really, really good today. I mean, he's... I thought it was more his defense that was really impressive yes. um, rather than anything else. I know he had the nine assists, but, like, yeah. 
some I reckon four of them were just literally lob passes to Wemby because they had a switch and Wemby. Was that's all you need to do. This yeah, is all you, this is why yeah. I love that. This is why I've loved the experiment. This is why you know in in our league, I drafted yeah. him. Everyone says, Oh, it's not gonna work out, it's not gonna work out. And I'm like, actually, no, I like it because of one, I like Jeremy Sohan. I just reckon he's just got a I, I and you know what I like? I, yeah, I really like Sohan. I like that Pop I like that Pop likes him. Yeah. I like that one of the greatest coaches ever to coach in the NBA likes you. He likes mm-hmm. your game. And if he mm-hmm. likes your game, he is gonna mentor the fuck out of you and he's oh, going to yeah. make you a better basketball player if you yeah, go through that Spurs system you're going to come out the other side of it a better player unless your name is josh primo now you're going to come out just a better person <laughs> yep i agree you, um yep you have this is why there's two there. types of me is don is good is primo is mm. shit and no i won't uh, say that because I love Primo Meats. Thank you very much. Their snack and cheeses are they fantastic. Are That's all I would say. They are good. Thank you very much. But we also, we've got to touch on the Phoenix side of this as well. Yep. Um, I thought Devin Booker was unreal. This is a man that was coming back from injury as well. And I just was like, yep. I was in awe with how well Booker was able to orchestrate the offense and be able to pick up where he needed to. He had 31 points. He had 13 assists. He had nine rebounds. And he was just, he was basically just telling players where the hell to be and he'd just do it for them. Yeah. Um, I thought KD played an, a pretty good game, uh, 28 points. He started really, really well, then kind of faded late. Um, yeah, again, as we touched on earlier, I thought Nurkic was – he was okay early, but then he really yeah. got exposed a little bit later on. Collins and Wembenyama just absolutely killed him and they really had to rely on Eubanks. Because Nurkis just was not getting the job done on him. And I think uh, Frank Vogel uh, noticed that as well. Um, yeah. I, I've, I've been saying this well, for a while. Drew Eubanks is, with well, a second that something happens to Nurk, who is a paper airplane, you just yeah. need to add Drew Eubanks in every He's, single league. Like, set your notifications yeah. in your leagues to the word Nurkic. And yeah. if anything happens and, anywhere with the word Nurkic, with your Google alerts, get that alert and just run to your wire. Just run just just grab an old lady's handbag on the way in a comedy movie like you know some Barney like <laughs> Benny Hill back in the day and whack wow. her over there and run to your wave away and just grab Drew Eubanks and add him because this is 27 minutes with the starters. This is a team that is deep. Drew Eubanks is useful and I don't like Yusuf Nurkic. He look he's played some good games, but this wasn't one of them skinny. I like, I like Nurk. I like Nurk. But this is like, like the Nurk. same thing is that you put in when um for instance, if Mitchell Robinson goes down in yep. New York and you pick up Isaiah Hartenstein, this is the same kind of thing. You pick up Eubanks. It's just how it rolls. Um, yep. But, yeah, uh, I'm going to say it now. I said it to the, the boys. Shout out to the Pump Boys. The Spurs the boys. are to the Suns what the Magic are to the Celtics. That is their fucking kryptonite. They, yep. <laughs> Spurs have rolled them twice now. And shit, this Love is, to see uh, it. Can't wait to see game three. And look, talking about punt, you and I have some punches here. We've done the re- this is the rewind show. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish it with a little rewind segue. I think we'll do it this way. Wait. This was daily rewind on Insight NBA. You drink that beer, Skitty. You drink it good while I'll do the talking. And so that we're gonna have some punts. We're gonna have a look for the tawny. We're gonna do some possible tawny favorite bets. We're going to do that coming up in our weekend heat check show. Coming at you real soon. But until now, thank you. Make sure you like and subscribe. I'm Matty G. This is at Filthy IFS. We'll catch you soon all.